0: to be you know there's but for all of those for one success story like that for one Harrison Ford there are who uh, countless other you know others who you know just didn't you know for whatever reason luck chance whatever you know uh but that that's cool but the stories that you have I'm sure the the well like they like you just shared and like just the numerous other experiences that you re I I've never, I've never, uh, worked concerts before, but I have, uh, Oh my goodness, Phil, I just remembered a job. You have worked but on? I didn't. No, no, no. It was what I was about to say. And I just realized I didn't write that down. I'm not even, I don't even want to say I've worked something similar where yeah. it's like, and for a very short period of time in like the entertainment, live entertainment kind of industry. And I'm like, this is nuts. This is, it's fun and exciting. But you know, and that's the draw. But it's like this is should do regular people should I should I be doing this? You know, this
1: I can tell you the way I would tell other people that didn't understand what working at that job was like. I was like, it's like working on a pirate ship, it's like that level of (laughs) like degeneracy and just kind of like all out. I can tell you just like as a bonus story, and then we can leave that job behind. When (laughs) there was definitely big, big jobs that weren't just a staging crew, sometimes it'd be a crew of this is the staging crew. This is the audio video crew. And so we all had these kind of like homies that like, I didn't work with you every day, but we worked together a lot. And so we yeah. would kind of have this, like, I don't know. I don't know if you call it competition or, you know what I mean, just healthy kind of ribbing each other. But um when we had these decks on these trailers, you would have to, uh, it was on second Avenue in Nashville. So busy middle of downtown and you'd have right. this 18 foot trailer that you would have to pull out and block the whole street. And back it in. And if you didn't back it in well, you were really going to piss off everybody on that street. Wait, it's a one way street waiting to just get (laughs) where they're trying to go. And one time while this is happening, luckily I wasn't the one driving it, but everybody's, you know, kind of stopped because the trailer is, um, it's blocking all the cars. Uh, this guy Crispy, we would call him. His name was Crispy much right. taller <laughs> six something you know, i'm five chris eight so he's got you know another half a foot or something on me comes up and does the move that they would call the hucklebuck where it's like they put you in a full nelson right so they get your arms up from like this and lift but he would lift you up in the air and then proceed to mocking mock you know like hump you from behind and so <laughs> chris p proceeds to come oh, up chris, to to me chris. in front of uh you know a an entire street of cars that are blocked for you know for this truck to get out of their way and i'm just like man man. that's
0: great that you know what i was thinking That's 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 hilarious that is something that you know i i can appreciate i can appreciate chris p i can agree, i can appreciate that's that's such a such a jerk thing to do but it's done in fun you know and like
1: yeah awesome. yeah you know it was it was buddies having fun and and i don't it's like you say currently stressful or currently hilarious previously stressful previously yeah at stressful. the time it was not funny to me but like it's very right. easy to tell you about it uh and it so was, did he do
0: that did he do that while you were like in the middle of with this 18 wheel like, this 18 i mean i wasn't
1: luckily I, I mean if i was no i was just hanging out maybe i was trying to like be like you know guiding the truck or something Uh, i wasn't on it or in it he i was just out there where he could just come up and scoop me up real quick
0: that's great i'm i'm imagining the people and they're like so the the people in like in traffic and i'm like oh this stinking trailer what's going on you know i gotta get out get home or get to work or whatever and you know Who's this bozo out there? Come on! Does he even know how to guide someone back? What is going on?
1: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and man, and good that times, had to put a little
0: humor, times. a little fun, and some. You know what else? The so you're talking about downtown Nashville, right? And I've never been to downtown Nashville, but I know downtown downtown Nashville is music, right? There's, yeah. I mean, it's right, right, music, and that venue, or or you know, at that area where you were, uh, you know, you had that trailer. That's one spot in downtown Nashville. But that was happening multiple times throughout the day, I'm sure in down oh man to live or work in or around that da- downtown Nashville and trying to get somewhere and then this trailer. I can imagine cuz that's uh, from what I've heard it's like those small concerts are like nightly. Like you can just go and just oh, pop yeah. into a bar and you're like, "Oh, this is a great concert, you know. This is a great great little uh uh gig here." And I can imagine just like getting stopped by three of those. You know especially if most like, concerts are around the same time you know shows are around the same time so that means the prep has got to be around the same time so just getting hit with like three trailers just trying to get to work you know just,
1: luckily just it wasn't that bad i mean this was kind of a unique experience because like having that warehouse where it was in downtown nashville was it was short-lived because the real estate just like in so many cities like where i'm at in denver you know the real estate market went crazy place got knocked down and it's now like a something like 15 story you know condo building and uh so most of those things that would be going on like that now these people you know they have a their warehouse on the like a suburb or something and you know it's it's totally different now but back then i mean yeah we were right in the thick of it and that was because they'd been there for so long like the guy that ran this company his dad started the company and he had kind of like oh wow taking it over you know after his dad passed away so it it was a cool time you know i won't lie it's fun to be able to tell that story but i'm also like grateful that that's not
0: not what i do on a daily basis anymore
1: that
0: you said you know what ac ac sounds really good right about now so there and that is look i real quick i just ran through this this could be any week any day of the week just ran through dude i i would take i i here we would i would take the the group huge white conversion not conversion van uh like utility van, like the like the e300s you know the the uh the big ford you know vans uh what do they call it transport van, i forget but you know like it can yeah, fit yeah, 14 people, right? So I would put a bunch of people, and we'd go to a neighborhood. I'm like, okay, you guys take that road, you guys take that street, hit them all. I'll meet you around the other side. You guys get in, go ahead and call me after the presentation. I'll come in and I'll show you. I'll wrap it up. I'll close it for you. I will make you money. Really, every every sale that you would make, every sale is 150 bucks. So I'm like, I'm like, I'm invested. I'm I want you to make this money. You know, I want you to see that this is possible. You can make some money. Uh, so, uh, oh, where I was going with that? Either way, uh, th- it was. Oh, I took, I-, I took him in my van, and I said, "Hey, I gotta, I gotta swing by my house, in my in my neighborhood, real quick. I just gotta grab something, and then we'll leave." And Jesse, Jesse was, he was my one of my top managers for a while. Uh, he was like, he was like, Aaron. Hey, Aaron. He's from Missouri. He's an intro I gotta get him on as a guest. He's an interesting dude. His his stepdad was the president of the Hell's Angels in Missouri. Oh, wow. And Missouri was the meth capital of the United States, and it was run by his dad. You know, Whoa. I mean, it, his dad, it was crazy hearing his stories. So he goes, hey, Aaron, have you ever went ahead and knocked your neighborhood? You know, like, went and wrote, and I said, no. He goes, oh, Aaron, guess what? I'm going to make a sale in your neighborhood, which is, like, you know, like, in your face. And I said, go for it. This girl, it's her first day. She's, like, maybe 19 years old. Uh, and she's with someone else yeah she's with someone else she goes and not one of my neighbors she opened uh, the open door with a shotgun pointed at her and i was like god and so i come out of my house i come out of my house like um let's go and everyone's walking up like and i'm like what are y'all i thought you were gonna knock my neighbor and this girl's just sobbing Sobbing, to, and I'm like, "What is going on? We had to call the cops out. We had to. Oh my God, we had to call the cops out. And then we had it. And he ha, he had a, a a mental handicap, and it was oh, wow. wild. What was going? What, we had the, we've had the cops called on us. We had the cops calling us on us so many times because it was like you know someone's in my neighborhood going door to door. You know, I'm just the cops have to respond. You know, and right, we're like, right. no, this. Of course, like, look, we get it. You're about safety. We're about safety. You know that. How many people do you say <laughs> you need an You're alarm? Like, I'm about or to turn just... this
1: into a sale.
0: <laughs> officer. Always <laughs> always trying to, always trying to. Oh, that was another thing. I don't need the security arm. We have, a, we have a, a police officer who works in the neighborhood, uh, who, who lives in the neighborhood. He's just down the street. Oh, you have a cop that lives in the neighborhood. Great. Well, you know that the cop shift is 12 hours on, 12 hours off, right? He's like, oh, yeah. Well, I mean do you think the cops are the bad guys are going to knock the door down when they see a cop car there? Cause half the day that cop car is not there. And even if the cop car is there, he just worked for 12 hours. Yeah, She's he's working. Exactly. Oh, so, oh. so again, this is what I was saying There's story after story. I have it. This is ridiculously insane. It was stressful. I had to be an office manager. I had to not often now the general manager. I had to get there at, You know nine o'clock eight thirty in the morning something like that get everything kind of going we had interviews coming in at nine a.m so we had to get those going luckily when i became or fortunately when i became the general manager i was like okay we got to change up our practices guys i don't want to be dishonest about this i want everything to i want people to know up front hey this is what's going on this is what we're this is what we we got going on and sell them on the idea that yeah you can do this because look our my salespeople make money you know if you want you, you can do this and when i started doing that when i took over it things shot up things shot up. i'm i'm like this with like the owner his older brother uh uh david's younger brother i'm sorry is the main owner of the whole company there's different offices i i'm like i'm he's like my brother now i mean i got really close with this family um so i'll,
1: I'll leave and i again stories for days yeah we got to revisit uh, this will be another episode for sure there's no way I, well
0: one of the i wanted curtis his brother to be on the show to talk to because he he's been doing it for he did kirby he's been doing he now he he lives in the same neighborhood that um was he sold the whole operations to adt adt was wow. like we don't they don't have a door knocking they were like you guys so we he bought the whole thing I wow like of millions of dollars oh he that's amazing he, he lives in the same neighborhood that um remember when tiger woods got into all that mess and everything. And like he got hit by the car, the girl the his wife like hit him with a car or something like that, because she, she found out he cheated on her. He oh, was yeah, cheating okay, on yeah. a lot. He That's a, a neighborhood in Orlando called Windermere in Kissimmee. Okay. Like that's where
1: so he's that's doing Tiger Woods. He's doing that level. level. He's he has Tiger Woods there, there, level. <laughs> there
0: used to be a, a Netflix documentary. It might still be on is called the palace of Versailles. And it mm. was about the most successful um, timeshare owner, like the most successful. And he was building the largest house in the residential house in the world, like the largest residential in a neighborhood. And it was about uh, a block away from where Curtis lived. I mean, that's, that's the level where yeah, beautiful, great, great guy. Love him, love him to death. David, I became close with David because it was like, I saw there was good there was something really amazing. And 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 soft and gentle there and he but there was also those flaws and there was uh, a wildness about him i mean he would take people out into the field oh yeah i would start around 8 eight thirty 30 and then i'd do the training and then we'd be out in the field and i wouldn't get back to the office until like 10 o'clock at night 9 30 10 because there because we'd be miles away or like you know maybe the next city over or something and we'd have one person that got in late to a house and yeah, yeah. i've got to go in there. It, it might be a hard sale or whatever and now we're not getting out until nine and then it was a it was a wild wild time um but i learned so much from this man this man throughout all this wild i mean i came i got close with him he would um come over to my home he I, he came to church with me like i we we got you know tight he's passed away since then i'm gonna leave with this story and this and this sums up I don't want to leave it with the idea that of a really negative idea about about David, you know, he, because he was uh, he would give. Oh, that's one thing. I, he would give. He never, even when he was getting all this money and had this huge salary and everything, he would almost always be broke because he would just buy things compulsively and then give them away. He and he would give people money. He would. I mean, just like, what do you need? And and I'd ask him. He's like, look, man, I he grew up. He never graduated high school. He dropped out when he was 15 years old and he started um selling Kirby's door to door because his dad was selling no, no, no. He he just he was the one who he started selling Kirby's door to door, 15 years old. They thought he was 18 years old. He lied and he was still getting money. He by the age of 17, he had done so well that he was eligible to open up his own office, his own he was top in the nation multiple wow. times. He by 17 i mean this guy he's he really like there's a genius about this man um and they had to actually wait for his 18th birthday because he told me they were like hey you can open your office and you gotta pay all this and you know what your driver's license they looked at him and they're like what what like, you know, what is your, you're not, you know, 18 and they had to wait his 18th birthday. It was a big party and everything big, because he opened up, he was able to open up his office on wild, wild stuff. Um, very smart guy. So uh, I was, I was frustrated because I, it was right when I took over the office, we weren't making any sales because I didn't know how to do the field work. You know, he was and and David was running the St. Pete office, but he lived in, you know, by the by the Tampa office. And I was like, man, I was like, dude, can you help me Was I need to go? I I need can I need to see from you? He's like, Aaron, just go out and do it. I'm like, dude, I don't know. I said, I've got and of course, the way I said, I was like, look, man, I'm looking at the best person in this industry. I said, I would really appreciate to learn from the best person in this industry. He goes, okay, fine. We'll go out. This is great. He said, we'll go out uh, around two o'clock, three o'clock and me and you will send the team, me and you, and I will show you what we'll, we'll close up a bunch of deals. Cool. He comes to the office around five o'clock from two o'clock to five o'clock. He's on the phone with me you know, calling, texting. I'm on my way. I'm almost there. I'm almost there for three hours. Right. <laughs> three hours he gets there at five he's like okay i gotta i gotta do some so he goes into my office which was his old office and he's like smoking a cigar and stoke i mean he always have a ziploc bag of like probably about 600 700 worth of cigars you know always and he's a cigar and he's smoking it up and uh and i'm like hey man anytime i got a family i I got my wife to go get to can we Yeah, I got to make these phone calls. And he's on the phone. He's yelling. He'd always use the bathroom and make phone calls on the toilet and be – and I think he had IBS. Like, he would mess that bathroom up, and he'd be, like, loud. He'd be like, well, let me tell you, if you want to get a system, then I – Dude, it was – So and he did (laughs) just farting and stuff in the background, like, dude. Oh god! It was oh man! I have an awesome other story about David. Another time he took me out. The second time he took me out, or what? Yeah, I think the second time. So, anyways, uh, he so he's I'm there waiting. I'm fuming. I'm like, this, you know, it's it's in it's uh towards the fall winter. So it's already six seven o'clock seven seven eight o'clock at night. It's nighttime. It's dark. And he goes. He comes out of the office. All right, Aaron, let's go. Let's go i go go where he's He's like like, no come on we're gonna go we're we're gonna go get a deal we're gonna go get a deal yeah yeah i know a place i know a place around here so we go (laughs) back around there's a spot near brandon the area called plant city plant city is the uh the strawberry capital of the world right so a lot of farms a lot of migrant workers He's like, I remember driving. I saw a trailer park around here that we're going to go in there. And I was like, a trailer park? He goes, hey, people in trailers, they definitely need security. And, you know, we just got to get them taken care of. So we go to this trailer park. But while we're driving around, we get to like this area and he sees like, there's like a field and like um, a fence. And he sees like a house over like, we're not, I don't even know how we to get to it. And he sees lights on and he goes, that's a sale just a, that's a sale. Okay. I'm like, whatever, let's just go. So we go to this trailer park. It is not a trailer park. It is a, um, it is the, the living area for the migrant workers. So these migrant workers, the the farms would have like these areas that, like a trailer park, but it was, it was just trailers and the migrant workers would live there. Okay. So he go, we go and we, he sees a one with like lights on. He goes, come on, let's go. We get up, he knocks on the door. This guy opens the door a mexican guy opens the door and he goes hey how you doing my name's david blah, 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 and he's doing the whole ship shab- the whole thing and he's like i'm i'm not even exact i'm toning it down this he hey how you doing mine and he's always talking like this hey my name's david uh we're over here at adt this is my this is my uh trainee aaron and, da, 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 da. and he's very uh you know expressive and he goes hey let me go ahead and take a look back and he he realizes that the guy, there's a language barrier. He goes, I see you have a, a sliding glass door. It's a single wide trailer. There's no sliding back door. He goes, let me go ahead and take a look at that. He starts wiping his feet. The guy turns to the side, lets him in. David starts going in the field. Yeah, you know, we're going to da 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 And he goes, and he, in the middle of the sentence, he goes, yeah, da, da, You don't understand a word I'm saying, do you? No, you don't. No, you don't. <laughs> okay, it's fine. Don't worry. Aaron, you speak Spanish. He's like, you're Cuban. You speak Spanish. I go, dude, not even conversationally. Not even to get by, bear. And he goes, nah, that's fine. So he goes, Mira, mira. Uh, so, tu quieres uh, seguridad? Uh, so, uh, yo tengo seguridad para ti. And he's like, I'm like, and it's it's actually kind of impressive. Like, he knows enough to make that sale. And he goes, Yeah, we'll just go ahead and fill out the paperwork. And he's filled out some paperwork. And it's like one of those three carbon copies. You got to press hard. And he's like, Yeah, your name? Uh, su nombre. Okay, very good. Um, uh what is uh the the uh uh direction uh, address okay very good very good no you're going to love this you're going to love it it's great it's great uh and uh, and he he smiles he goes what's your social security number <laughs> knowing this guy doesn't have a social security number and he goes nah we're we're good we're good uh at date of birth and he goes let me call it in and he calls it in and immediately it's like credit fail you know there's no credit and you need credit he goes oh, okay uh yeah sorry uh so don't worry about it here and he kind of rips up he goes oh, oh we'll we'll come back we'll call you we'll get in touch with you blah, blah blah and we leave I'm like and at this point I'm fuming I want I just need to learn how to close it how to do business because I want to be successful I'm young I'm energetic I'm I'm hungry and then we're just driving around just driving around he's like uh uh and he goes here let's go in here and he pulls up into a house lights on two cars it's almost nine o'clock at night almost nine o'clock at night Goes, knocks on not the front door, but like the carport door. That's like bold, right? Like who knocks on the carport door? Yeah. Who does that? Only friends and family, you know. He knocks on the carport door. This little old lady comes to the door. It's like, she, hello. I mean, like, '80s, right? Hello. Hey, how you doing, ma'am? And he still rough but softer. Hey, how you doing, man? My name's David. We're '80s. Da, 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 da. Hey, let me go ahead and we're in. And I'm like, okay, we are, what are we doing here? And he starts, and we're at the dinner table and he starts going into the whole explanation. He's like, yeah, and she's like, oh, well, okay. Like, okay, let's go ahead and get this. And he starts filling out the paperwork. And then the, uh, and he, I noticed something he would go, he'd be talking about the whole, well, what if this happened? And he's explain the features and benefits and he's very expressive and he gets as he's talking he gets he's like and you wouldn't want that and he gets his hand gets closer every now and then and then uh almost to right about the to toucher almost to, and he and he pulls back and da-da-da. And then he ends up talking and he ends up touching her arm touching her hand touching your arm and then like 20 minutes in he's like rubbing her arm he's like yeah yeah and they're chums i'm like what it, it is mind-boggling to me like what is this shouldn't be happening it's like 9 30 at night we're inside this stranger's home this little old lady that what is going on and then her her son comes home her son lived on the property her son or like in the uh, on the property there's another house in the back her son comes and he's like hey i saw a big van out front and my mom's lights on what's going on oh man dude i'm i'm so glad that you're here we were just getting your your mom protected i know she's been talking about you i know you want her protected you want to be safe and and he starts doing the whole thing the whole spiel again because he is not, because he doesn't want this thing to cancel. That's his fear. You walk out that door, and then they they call up and cancel, right? Mm. And he's doing the whole thing, and he does it again. He goes to touch him. No, pull back, touch. Him. And the next thing you know, he's touching his arm. He's like, he's like, hey, hey, hey. he writes his house. He writes her house. You know, <laughs> uh, he closes the sale on both of them. At the end, they're all, and I'm sitting there. This this was an hour and a half long uh, situation, and I'm sitting there like going from annoyed, pissed off to, to like intrigued and confused. And then in awe, I'm like, what? I can't believe he's crushing this. He leaves. They thank him. They hug him. He hugs them. He's like, I, I wish you the best. God bless you. And genuinely. And I'm like, this is insanity. Insanity. This guy just showed up at these people's home, a complete stranger in a big white van <laughs> with tinted windows, you know, and and the sold two systems right then and there. And I was he go and then he goes, he goes, you know what? Now there's you know, I gotta use the you mind if I use the bathroom. He would always do this. He would always go, I'm gonna use the bathroom. And he'd be in there for like 10-15 minutes in the bathroom on the phone, or maybe in a stranger's home. And he's like, Aaron, go ahead and fill out the paperwork. And I'm like, filling out the paperwork. He comes back, hey, thank you guys so much. Hugs, bye, gone. And we're driving back I'm quiet back to the office which is only a 10 minute right we're right around the corner and I was quiet and I think he understood why I was quiet and he was quiet too we get to the office he's like come on I he was like hey uh I want to process this paperwork real quick so we can get it in I wouldn't need to get the prop so he on the computer processing up and I'm in the office with him I said hey man I don't know if you recognize this but like you you almost touch like it's like you built up to touch the person uh why why was that he goes well i couldn't just touch him the first sentence that would be weird you know i had to get them prepared for the, for me to touch them i was like excuse me and he said from all the craziness all the wildness he's got a stogie in his mouth he's exhausted because he was an insomniac he would never sleep i mean he was the other job that i saw him in i would see him all hours of like he would not sleep and so and he it, something switched when I said, hey, I said, but why do you why why are you touching him? And he says, he said, Aaron, one time I was watching a documentary. And I was like, what is this guy? He goes, I'm watching a documentary. And in this documentary, they're running a a, a study, and the study was or the the study was in payphones, it was a payphone in New York, and they would they had a camera set up on that payphone and they would put a quarter in that in the return. And anytime someone put their finger in there and got found a quarter and kept the quarter uh, and took the quarter, uh, uh, somebody else would come up and say, hey, uh, uh, I I think I left a quarter in there. Did you find a quarter? Like, you know, I, I, I put a quarter. I think it went in there. And he goes. And every time that that happened, every time the person said, nope, didn't find a quarter. But every time that but then the other the other side was. Then sometimes they'd go up and say, Hey, uh, did you, uh, did you see quarter? And he would touch them on the arm. The guy would touch the other guy. And every time there was physical human contact, the person would tell the truth. And he said, so I understand he goes. And what that proved was that human contact invokes trust. So I need to have that human contact, especially if I don't know them, that physical contact, but I can't just go out and touch them right off the bat. And then he looked at me and he goes. got back on the computer and I, he knew, he knew specifically he understood the method to his madness and he could explain it. This guy was on another level. He taught me many times. I have thought about starting a podcast or just a video series of, uh, lessons learned from David, because for the two and a half years that I worked for him and for the year and a half Two years until when until he passed, which wasn't a long long time. The impact that this man made on me was profound. The impact this man made on other people, negative and positive, there wasn't anyone who's was like David. I'm not sure if I met. No, <laughs> if you met David, you, you knew. knew David. You knew him. local vendors in the area. I'd be like, hey, yeah, we're coming over. Oh yeah, I got you. Yeah, because yeah. he would just go everywhere and talk to everyone and just force his his communicate his conversation himself on other people to the go- and he was relentless to the point where they were like all right i guess i'm listening to this guy i guess i'm listening to this guy in a broadcast of the MSP Media Network.